Okay, hello podcast. Facebook, we are on standby. Hello Facebook. Hello Periscope. Welcome to Sportscope. I'm your host, Robert Butler. I was just wrapping up. Let's see. Let's get an update here. Was it 42 to 16 win? Tennessee. Very impressive win for the Titans over Buffalo Bills today. Uh, I did catch the last end of that telecast. I don't know if anybody paid attention that Roger Goodell said that Tennessee uh, really could do no wrong as far. He, he said he didn't find out where they did any wrong as far as protocols. I just did catch the end of that as far as the coronavirus and everything is concerned. I'm out of Nashville, and I was very frustrated with what the Tennessee Titans uh, situation they got caught up in. So, But apparently in, in the NFL investigation, the, they did, it was a, a series of misfortunes. I didn't catch all of it, but uh, that was a very impressive win. Ryan Tannehill, Tennessee Titans had uh, Taylor Lewan was injured and uh, re-injured his left shoulder in that game, and Tennessee still found a way to play really well and win that game 42-16. to I think that the players sense that vibe that uh, fans and players around the league, as serious as this coronavirus is, are really disappointed. Hey, good evening, Pickles with the Tennessee Titans. And I, and I think they they sharp I mean they really came out focused tonight, played well. Derrick Henry, not even that many carries, still had two touchdowns though. Uh yeah, 19 carries, 52 yards, a couple touchdowns there. Ryan Tannehill banner day, three touchdowns, quarterback rating 129. That was really flawless football. Now Buffalo's got to go home and they've got to play a Kansas City team who has a full week off and on a regular rotation coming off a loss. So this is not good for Buffalo. They were supposed to play on Thursday night originally. Now they're going to play on Sunday. They kind of got a bad route. I sense, though, that Buffalo comes back and plays strong uh, next week, and uh, that game could come down to one play or two. But while you guys were watching, there was breaking news in the NFL. Le'Veon Bell, uh, there were rumors yesterday and this morning, early this morning, that the uh, Jets were trying to trade him. And he was on the trading block. Nobody wanted that contract of Le'Veon Bell. And, of course, now he's been released. He is a free agent. Arguably one of the best running backs in the NFL. I would say top two to top five. Uh, when, when, when he was with uh, Pittsburgh, he seems to be healthy now. I was going to make a uh, – I was going to go off on a tangent. I had Le'Veon Bell in several lineups on Sunday. He had one pass attempt. And now Adam Gase on Monday, uh, Adam Gase on, on, on Monday said that he's going to give up play calling duties. And uh, he had 13 carries against a defense that's vulnerable against the run. Look at what they gave up last Sunday, not yesterday, but last Sunday uh, on the ground. 
Uh, Mike Davis was a big reason I took him because he had such a good day catching the ball and running the ball against Arizona a week ago. So I don't know what Adam Gase was thinking. I know that Joe Douglas, the general manager there, was not a fan of Le'Veon Bell coming in. He was part of the other administration. Today, tonight, an hour ago, Pickles, the the uh, the Jets took a $15 million dead cap hit to get rid of him. And, you know, Le'Veon Bell set out for a year and, and got his money, and now he's miserable uh, since he's played for the Jets. He uh, called the cops on women uh, for stealing his jury. Uh, he's barely played any games. Uh, he, he, he's been into it with, with, with the, with the uh, head coach there. He's been often injured. It, you know, it goes to what I say about this, that uh, why pay the, you know, I, I was on the Max Sports Show. He's out of the New York City area. Uh, I'm not making this up. Jack is the co one of the co-hosts, and Mac is one of the co-hosts. And I, and I were talking to those two gentlemen about the Giants, and Dave Gettleman, their general manager. And first thing I brought up is he's like, well, Saquon Barkley, this and say, oh, yeah, I said, yeah, that was a bad pick. Saquon Barkley was uh, a core, a running back with the second pick overall. And he steals this guy, Jack, a nice guy and everything. But I'm just saying, he's still saying that that was a good pick. I said, Sam Darnold was in that pick in that draft, who's showing signs. And the guy that played last night, even though he didn't have a good night, Josh Allen was in that same draft. You could have drafted either one of those players and got some line help in the following draft. Oh, you could have drafted Quentin Nelson, an all-pro guard, who's now with the Colts. He was the sixth pick that year, if I'm not mistaken. So... Running backs are down a dozen. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who won that divorce? Le'Veon Bell got his money, and now he he's out of a job. He's going to get picked up, and I've got some teams that he would be good for. The Pittsburgh Steelers, although it got a little sloppy like I thought that it might happen. They did cover. They did cover Sunday. It was seven-point favorites. They did cover, but they are 4-0, and Le'Veon Bell's out of a job. Uh, personally, I'd reach out, uh, if I'm Bell's agent, to the Steelers. Don't think that's going to happen. But I will say this. As the weather changes and, and, and things start to get a little cooler, teams are going to lean on that running game a little bit more, on that screen game. Uh, Josh Allen had some time, but he, he, take, he took a shot last week again in that Raiders game. And that, that his arm may be bothering him from that. He took a hit there. Uh, Devin Singletary is pretty good. T.J. Yeldon is fair. Uh, neither one of them are in the stratosphere with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, this team uh, plays in the division with the Jets. This is usually what happens. Uh, they, they play in the division with the Jets. Uh, they, they, they've seen Le'Veon Bell before as, as a stiller, the, uh, the coaching staff, and they've seen him tw uh, twice a year last year as a New York Jet. He would be an ideal fit for this team for a guy like Josh Allen, and I would get that in Allen's head. You're still on a great, great 
trajectory here uh, to have an excellent year, Josh Allen. Uh, We need you to lean on that running game a little bit more. The Buffalo Bills would be an ideal fit and another team in the same division there, this Patriot team. Now, listen, he's already been cut. The Jets are still on the hook for $15 million in dead cap money. Uh, they're still going to have to uh, – they're still going to ha- have to pay out parts of that contract. Guaranteed means guaranteed. So the Jets uh, – he was cut from the Jets. Uh, he's going to be low risk for anybody, any playoff contender, anybody that feels like they're in the game right now, and whoever – he can sign whoever he wants to sign with. And uh, I'm sure that, uh, you know, a lot of people see him as a toxic player. My friend Kevin on the on the other uh, laptop side there. Uh, we've got better – Bill Belichick, who was the other team, they're a heavy run team. He would take uh, Le'Veon in, in a New York minute. Uh, he, he, take, he took on LeGarrette Blunt, and he was uh, caught smoking Blunts with the Pittsburgh Steelers with Le'Veon Bell, and I pulled us uh, back a few years ago. Uh, he was a bad influence. He had a great second half of his career with the New England Patriots, one of them being a uh, 200-yard game, practically pickles. You remember that. Against the Indianapolis Colts four or five years ago, the Patriots would be a really good pick for Le'Veon, play for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I would definitely cut a Rex Burkhead. You still got James White, Sony Michelle. This is a very run-heavy team. Uh, they're two and two. Buffalo just got a loss tonight, and Buffalo could lose Sunday against the, the, the Chiefs. So they could be two and two. New England could be two and two before they even play a game. And I thought Buffalo was going to run off with this division. Uh, so, so, so the two teams in the same division: the Buffalo Bills. And the Patriots. The Patriots will take anybody. They've already took one cast off from the Pittsburgh Steelers and Antonio Brown. So I do think that 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 would be a really good pick. Bill Check will take on anybody. He will take anybody on. Uh, so the, and they're still playing to be competitive. Uh, Cam Newton will be back next week. They got Buffalo Sunday. That's a good one to pick. Other teams who may want to take him, Chicago. Okay, Chicago, I had them going about 10-6 and this year. I think the Chicago Bears with Matt Nagy, uh, coach that uh, – Matt Nagy, who who, who coached with um, – oh, God. Uh, For for the Kansas City Chiefs here. With Andy Reid. Very creative in the running game. David Montgomery uh, and Tyreek Cohen. Montgomery's better between the tackles. Tyreek Cohen's better out of the backfield. Le'Veon Bell's better at both. Uh, you're, you're in a, a vulnerable division there with, with a banged up, uh, with a, uh, a, a banged up uh, uh, Detroit team, uh, a, a more banged up Minnesota team, and you're playing against the one of the hottest quarterbacks and hottest teams in the NFL. No turnovers out of Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. Matt Nagy would 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 uh, would really use, this guy's a better blocker than a Tariq Cohen. He's a much bigger player. When the weather changes, when the weather changes, pickles, you've played in these 
fantasy games where where the Pittsburgh Steelers had to go up and, and, and spit in snow and play in Buffalo. And I remember about two or three years ago, uh, Le'Veon Bell had about 45 fantasy points, uh, all off short passes in that game. That, that, that When you've got a limited quarterback like a uh, Nick Foles, they don't have the strongest arm in the world, Kevin. Uh, this guy would be great for the Bears. Now, listen, he could sign for the league minimum. He could sign for a million dollars. They've already – Bell is great. Bell is a Michigan native. So that is his part of the country. That's uh, he, We went to Michigan State. He may even be from Chicago. I don't know where he's – but I know he went to Michigan State. So he's used to that part of the country. He's built for that kind of weather. I think Chicago – would be the ideal falling spot for Le'Veon Bell. Could he wait and make sure another player may go out and, and try to jump? He's going to go to a contender. He's not going to go to a depressed team for a little bit extra money. He's not going to do that. He's going to go to a contender, and, and, I, and I think he's going to be uh, somewhat successful. Uh, he looked good in the few carries that he did get. This guy's a player. He can block well. He can catch the ball. Uh, he's 28 years old, and he's barely been used the last two years. So I think he uh, – Pittsburgh, Buffalo – or excuse me, not Pittsburgh. Buffalo and, and, and the Patriots will, will first take a look at him. I think the Patriots will. And, and then I think Chicago should take a really hard look at him. And I know uh, Leonard Fournette is hurt. Leonard Fournette is signed a multi-year deal with Tampa. I don't think he would, would go there. Although Bruce Arians don't care. He, I mean, as long as you show up to play, he'll sign anybody. He signed Leonard Fournette. Uh, but they've also got Ron Jones. I don't think they'll go that route. And I just don't think that – that that uh, now the fact that he's been cut, a uh, team could pick him off waivers. I just now thought about that. But he, he's the kind of guy that Bell is, is is the kind of guy that, that would tell you straight up, I've got my money. If you pick me up off waivers, uh, say a bad football team, say a, a Minnesota or somebody, I, I won't sign with you. And he he's that kind of guy. He's tell us he's gonna tell his agent, if you pick me up off waivers and you're 0-5, I will not sign with you. Don't waste your labor waiver claim on me. The waivers are set up where the teams with the worst record get first dibs on players with that. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think one of those teams, one of those 3-1, and 4-0 teams, one of those competitive teams will take a shot at Le'Veon Bell. Houston would be a good play. Now, they're 1-4. If I was Le'Veon Bell, I would put Houston in one of those dumpster fire teams, even though I do like me some Deshaun Watson. Uh, I had to talk about that because that was news. It just broke everybody. I'm not going to get to college tonight. Uh, I will say this. I was right about um, right about Clemson beating Miami. Miami don't have the player for it. I was right about uh, uh, Tennessee and Georgia. I thought that I thought that they uh, would play well about half, and then Georgia would pull away. But I'll get to, I'll get to some college on Thursday. Let's go into okay, Dak Prescott. Uh, you know, I, I'm reading Twitter and all these sports reporters on Sunday night. On mind you, the first game back for um, for Alex Smith. Alex Smith went through a gruesome injury. 
Uh, is a good comeback story. There's a documentary. He had like 17 surgeries. At one point, Alex Smith was possibly going to have his leg amputated. Uh, it was a very gruesome, very uh, Joel Theismann-like injury from Alex Smith. He comes back Sunday because Kyle Allen got knocked out of the game. Ironically, um, ironically, that same afternoon, Sunday afternoon, Dak goes down Prescott with a gruesome um, ankle injury and having perspective on things. And I'm reading all these reporters saying that's why that they need to ask for the money. That's why they need to hold out. This is why. And I thought, okay, he signed a $31 million franchise tag to play for the uh, Cowboys this year. And, okay, so I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you sign that and people are acting like this guy is going to be completely broken, not get re-signed. Players know the risk that they take when they go out on that field. They want the money. They want the fame. And a lot of them like playing, playing football, right? And I was thinking because a friend of mine got deployed last week. And these military guys who also need the money, you can criticize them all you want to. But uh, they're willing to take the risk, and they they don't make a hundred thousand a year. And some of them come back with, with dismemberment limbs and everything else. So you got to have perspective, and I love that Prescott. I really like the guy as a person. I'm really sad about the situation with Dak Prescott. Uh, I like how he stood up for the flag when when it wasn't. Uh, when it wasn't fashionable, he's got a lot of character. And also, last this time last year in September when he lit up Miami in week two, if I'm not mistaken, he turned down a $34 million year contract with five years, and he didn't want the fifth year. His agent should be fired for that. This guy wants... Um, Patrick Mahomes like money. He wants Patrick Mahomes like money when he's won one playoff game in his career. And he has had the he has had uh ideal running back, ideal offensive line, uh you you name it, a fair defense. Not not this year, it's historically bad, but Prior to this year, he's had a fair defense, and he didn't want his agent told him to not take that fourth year. To, they didn't want him to go to the bank, and he got greedy. So I don't have any empathy for him for that reason. Now that being said, they've got Andy Dalton. I talked about that. If he holds, that's why he didn't hold out. By the way, I said, you know, Andy Dalton. It is, is stats is very similar to Dak Prescott's, not this year, but as a career. And I know he doesn't want a playoff game. I get it. But he also comes at a major, major discount. Seven million if he hits all his incentives. That's it. That's what Tennessee played Ryan Tannehill last year. Yes, the agents got greedy, Pickles. They got very greedy there. Uh, I, I said, this guy ain't worth $34 million. He's worth like twenty-five. you know. Uh, he, he, he's just, he's a middle of the road player who, who, who's in his ear. 
you know. But that, that's what happened. That being said, uh, reading the history of, of Jerry Jones and, and what he has done with, with, with players, not even of major caliber players, there were some players that got uh, – two players got killed in a, in a car one, – one player got killed in a car wreck and one of them got seriously injured. These were like – one was a practice squad, former Cowboy, another was like a – like a uh, uh, played uh, special teams at one point. Either way, one of them got killed and the other one I think was some kind of DUI accident. Uh, Jerry Jones took care of that guy's salary and he paid the doctor bills and he invited the parents to the stadium. Uh, this guy is a softy for stuff like that. He's overpaid running backs for years. He has um, uh, overpaid uh, players, uh, running backs, receivers. Michael Irvin got players help. He's going to re-sign Dak. It might not be for that expensive amount, but he will re-sign Dak. That's my prediction. That's what kind of person he is. Now, he's a little bit about him in some ways, and I think once he probably dies that they'll probably win a Super Bowl, but he he does like to pay players big money. That's who he is. Sometimes he plays players unnecessary amounts of money, Jerry Jones. So I think that it, it, it will work out public relations-wise. He's wanting to re-sign Dak. I think that's what he do. Now, the, the, what I hear today from I read and hear uh, that, that if everything goes clean and there's no re-surgery deal like 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 Alex Smith for infection, that he should be uh, – this is a four- to six-month injury. As bad as it looked, this is a four- to six-month injury. Should be back by next training camp. Meanwhile, you won the game, you have Andy Dalton in there, and uh, you're in a very competitive division. Uh, you're back in first because Philadelphia lost to Pittsburgh. So it's not it, – it is all out and as sad and as crazy as it once sounded. Okay, Sunday night. Sunday afternoon, uh, I thought Dan Quinn at some point was going to get fired. Remember, they were 1-6 going on to Atlanta. Um, got to talk about players and, and players and, and and quarterbacks getting hurt and people getting fired. God, so much news I couldn't keep up with it. I'm not even going to comment on that on that final. Um, well, I actually may comment on it, but okay. So the Atlanta they fire general manager uh, dermatoph dermatologist whatever his name is and. And, of course, uh, Dimitrov or whatever. I can't – I think it's German. I don't know what his name is. But uh, they fired their general manager, uh, Chris McKay. He's the president. And they fired Dan Quinn on Sunday afternoon. Um, and, you know, Colin Coward and some of the major guys did beat me to this, to the network guys. But uh, the next question is, okay, you go out, get your general manager. Preferably, and that's what I was telling some some of my, my friends from Max Sports on Sunday, because I was telling I was telling about Dave Gettleman. I would fire him. He's the general manager for the Giants. But going back to Atlanta, uh, go out and find somebody from Baltimore. Go out and find somebody from Pittsburgh. Uh, find that find somebody that, that drafts well and, and it does a good hire. Find someone from a stable organization. Okay, find someone. From a stable organization who can find coaches, who who who, who could who can find uh, who can go out and find players. Okay, so that that that's what I would look at first. Baltimore would be my first choice, 
from how good they draft, how stable they are. And and then I will go out and get me a head coach. Now, Arthur Blank, the owner, he said this morning, or it might have been last night, that whatever the a new um, coach wants to do is what they want to do with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is 35 years old. Uh, his stats are fair. He, he's just slightly better than than a Phillip Rivers at this point in his career. Uh, but they owe him, he is $46 million. He's 60-something million dollars in that cap. They can't cut him. He has to play for the for the Falcons this year. Now, next year, he is $46 million in dead cap. In 2022, he'll be 37 pickles. Uh, that'll be $26 million in dead cap. We'll be a year out of COVID. Uh, the cap will go up. $26 million is probably not that bad, uh, all things considered. Uh, so they're going to be in the market for a quarterback. So, it, you know, all these people talk about this team's got it in quarterback, that team's got it in quarterback. Nobody needs a quarterback. A lot of people need a quarterback. I just mentioned Washington. Uh, last week, they 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 benched um, Haskins. Uh, Kyle Allen is a seventh round pick. Showed some flashes. The league's already got a a uh, notice on him. Uh, he he's not the answer. Alex Smith. This is more of a ceremonial thing to him. This is like a comeback player thing to him. He's not going to be there long. They're in the market for a quarterback. Okay. Uh, they're in the market for a quarterback. I know Oakland won or Vegas won. They could be in the market for a quarterback. But my thing is Atlanta will probably be in the market for a quarterback. Uh, the quarterback market, uh, the Colts, the Colts are going to be in the market for a quarterback. I know they've got this guy out of uh, Georgia. We'll see how he plays out. They could be in the market for a quarterback. Um, now, Washington, Detroit could be in the market for a quarterback. I know they've got Stafford. So there's going to be a lot going on Stafford. I want to say he's two years younger than, than, than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan was drafted in 2007. So the, the Colts, market for a quarterback. The Giants may be in the market for a quarterback. The Jets may be in the market. Because if one of those teams – gets the one pick, those teams I just announced, even the Colts. I, I forgot they've got the quarterback, uh, uh, Kevin, out of, out of uh, uh, Georgia. He, he, he was originally out of Georgia and then went to, like, Washington State, but he had release problems. I'm not sure about him. But if Trevor Lawrence falls to Atlanta, you take him. If he falls to the Jets, even with Darnold, and he looks better than, than uh, um, Daniel Jones, you take him. Washington, you take him. Jacksonville, you take him. Uh, you know, this is going to be one of those fascinating drafts, seems like since the last draft, that I've ever seen. And now, Trevor Lawrence has got that uh, credibility about him. He, he's the Heisman favorite this year. He's got the height. He's got that football IQ. He's got the coaching in college. Uh, he's got the it factor. He, he, he's going to have that Andrew Luck-like uh, persona that, that Luck did 
have um, coming into the uh, yeah, and, and of course the Saints. Now the Saints got Taysom Hill. They've got Jameis Winston. Uh, if the Saints, for whatever reason, get that, they need to trap a quarterback. Tampa Bay has a young quarterback um, that's backing up Brady that's been cut twice. They really need a quarterback themselves, but they're in the playoff hunt. So all those teams need a quarterback. And if Trevor Lawrence is available, those teams I mentioned, they got their quarterback. So even Atlanta, they're a 0-5. They, they, they don't play a lick of defense. They signed Raheem Morris, a guy who was fired from Tampa. Now, he was only 33 years old. He was too young for that game. Um, but Raheem Morris, uh, I got a feeling they're going to win three or four games this year, and they're going to be about like the – is down as is, is a New York Giants team. Hold on, everybody. Let me reset – my okay hello podcast facebook we are on standby hello facebook hello periscope welcome to sports scope i'm your host robert butler i was just wrapping up let's see let's get an update here was it 42 the 16 win tennessee very impressive win for the titans over buffalo bills today uh, I did catch the last end of that telecast. I don't know if anybody paid attention that Roger Goodell said that Tennessee uh, really could do no wrong as far he, – he said he didn't find out where they did any wrong as far as protocols. I just did catch the end of that as far as the coronavirus and everything is concerned. I'm out of Nashville, and I was very frustrated – what the Tennessee Titans uh, situation they got caught up in. So, but apparently in, in the NFL investigation, the, they did, it was a, a series of misfortunes. I didn't catch all of it, but uh, that was a very impressive win. Ryan Tannehill, Tennessee Titans had uh, Taylor Lewan was injured and uh, re-injured his left shoulder in that game. And Tennessee still found a way to play really well. And win that game 42 to 16. I think that the players sense that vibe that uh, fans and players around the league, as serious as this coronavirus is, are really disappointed. Hey, good evening, Pickles, with the Tennessee Titans. And I, and I think they, they, shot, I mean, they really came out focused tonight, played well. Derrick Henry, not even that many carries. Still had two touchdowns, though. Uh, yeah, 19 carries, 52 yards, a couple touchdowns there. Ryan Tannehill, banner day, three touchdowns, quarterback rating, 129. That was really flawless football. Now Buffalo's got to go home, and they've got to play a Kansas City team who has a full week off and on a regular rotation coming off a loss. So – this is not good for Buffalo. They were supposed to play on Thursday night originally. Now they're going to play on Sunday. They kind of got a bad route. I sense, though, that Buffalo comes back and plays strong uh, next week, and uh, that game could come down to one play or two. But while you guys were watching, there was breaking news in the NFL. Le'Veon Bell, uh, there were rumors yesterday 
and this morning, early this morning, that the uh, Jets were trying to trade him. And he was on the trading block. Nobody wanted that contract of Le'Veon Bell. And, of course, now he's been released. He is a free agent, arguably one of the best running backs in the NFL. I would say top two to top five. Uh, when, when, when he was with uh, Pittsburgh, he seems to be healthy now. I was going to make a uh, – I was going to go off on a tangent. I had Le'Veon Bell in several lineups on Sunday. He had one pass attempt. And now Adam Gase on Monday, uh, Adam Gase on, on, on Monday said that he's going to give up play calling duties. And uh, he had 13 carries against a defense that's vulnerable against the run. Look at what they gave up last Sunday, not yesterday, but last Sunday uh, on the ground. Uh, Mike Davis was a big reason I took him because he had such a good day catching the ball and running the ball against Arizona a week ago. So I don't know what Adam Gase was thinking. I know that Joe Douglas, the general manager there, was not a fan of Le'Veon Bell coming in. He was part of the other administration. Today, tonight, an hour ago, Pickles, the the uh, the Jets took a $15 million dead cap hit to get rid of him. And, you know, Le'Veon Bell set out for a year and, and got his money and now he's miserable uh, since he's played for the Jets. He uh, called the cops on women uh, for stealing his jury. Uh, he's barely played any games. Uh, he, he, he's been into it with, with, with the, with the uh, head coach there. He's been often injured. It, you know, it goes to what I say about this, that uh, why pay the, you know, I, I was on the Max Sports Show. He's out of the New York City area. Uh, I'm not making this up. Jack is the co one of the co-hosts, and Mac is one of the co-hosts. And, and I were talking to those two gentlemen about the Giants and Dave Gettleman, their general manager. And first thing I brought up is he's like, "Well, Saquon Barkley, this and say, yeah." I said, "Yeah, that was a bad pick." Saquon Barkley was uh, a, core, a running back with the second pick overall, and he still this guy, Jack, is a nice guy and everything, but I'm just saying, he's still saying that that was a good pick. I said, Sam Darnold was in that pick in that draft, who's showing signs, and the guy that played last night, even though he didn't have a good night, Josh Allen was in that same draft. You could have drafted either one of those players and got some line help in the following draft. Oh, you could have drafted Quentin Nelson, an all-pro guard who's now with the Colts. He was the sixth pick that year, if I'm not mistaken. So running backs are down a dozen. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who won that divorce? Le'Veon Bell got his money. And now he he's out of a job. He's going to get picked up, and I've got some teams that he would be good for. The Pittsburgh Steelers, 
although it got a little sloppy like I thought that it might happen. They did cover. They did cover Sunday. It was seven-point favorites. They did cover. But they are 4-0, and Le'Veon Bell's out of a job. Uh, personally, I'd reach out, uh, if I'm Bell's agent, to the Steelers. Don't think that's going to happen. But I will say this. As the weather changes and, and, and things start to get a little cooler, uh, teams are going to lean on that running game a little bit more, on that screen game. Uh, Josh Allen had some time, but he, he, take, he took a shot last week again in that Raiders game. And that, that his arm may be bothering him from that. He took a hit there. Uh, Devin Singletary is pretty good. T.J. Yeldon is fair. Uh, neither one of them are in the stratosphere with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, this team uh, plays in the division with the Jets. This is usually what happens. Uh, they, they play in the division with the Jets. Uh, they, they, they've seen Le'Veon Bell before as, as a stiller, that, uh, the coaching staff, and they've seen him uh, twice a year last year as a New York Jet. He would be an ideal fit for this team for a guy like Josh Allen, and I would get that in Allen's head. You're still on a great, great tra trajectory here uh, to have an excellent year, Josh Allen. Uh, we need you to lean on that running game a little bit more. The Buffalo Bills would be an ideal fit, and another team in the same division there, this Patriot team. Now, listen, he's already been cut. The Jets are still on the hook for $15 million in dead cap money. Uh, they're still going to have to. Uh, they're still going to ha have to pay out parts of that contract. Guaranteed means guaranteed. So the Jets. Uh, he was cut from the Jets. Uh, he's going to be low risk for anybody, any playoff contender, anybody that feels like they're in the game right now, and whoever he can sign, whoever he wants to sign with. And I'm sure that uh, you know a lot of people see him as a toxic player. My friend Kevin on the on the other uh, laptop side there. Uh, we've got better Bill Belichick, who was the other team. They're a heavy run team. He would take uh, Le'Veon in, in a New York minute. Uh, he he take he took on Legarrette Blunt, and he was uh, caught smoking Blunts with the Pittsburgh Steelers with Le'Veon Bell, and I pulled us back a few years ago. He was a bad influence. He had a great second half of his career with the New England Patriots, one of them being a 200-yard uh, game, practically pickles, you remember that, against the Indianapolis Colts four or five years ago. The Patriots would be a really good pick for Le'Veon, play for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I would definitely cut a Rex Burkhead. You still got James White, Sony Michelle. This is a very run-heavy team. Uh, they're two and two. Buffalo just got a loss tonight, and Buffalo could lose Sunday against the, the, the Chiefs. So they could be two and two. New England could be two and two before they even play a game. And I thought Buffalo was going to run off with this division. Uh, so, so, so the two teams in the same division: the Buffalo Bills. And the Patriots. The Patriots will take anybody. They've already took one cast off from the Pittsburgh Steelers and Antonio Brown. So I do think that that, that would be a really good pick. Bill Check will take on anybody. He will take anybody on. Uh, so the, and they're still playing to be competitive. Uh, Cam Newton will be back next week. They got Buffalo Sunday. That's a good one to pick. 
other teams who may want to take him. Chicago, okay, Chicago, I had them going about 10 and 6 this year. I think the Chicago Bears with Matt Nagy, uh, coach that uh, – uh, Matt Nagy, who, who, who coached with um, – uh, oh, God, uh, for, for the Kansas City Chiefs here, with Andy Reid, very creative in the running game. David Montgomery uh, and, and Tyreek Cohen. Montgomery's better between the tackles. Tyreek Cohen's better out of the backfield. Le'Veon Bell's better at both. Uh, you're you're in a, a vulnerable division there with, with a banged up uh, with a, uh, a a banged up uh, uh, Detroit team, uh, a, a more banged up Minnesota team, and you're playing against the one of the hottest quarterbacks and hottest teams in the NFL. No turnovers out of Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. Matt Nagy would 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 uh, would really use this guy's a better blocker than a Tariq Cohen. He's a much bigger player. When the weather changes, when the weather changes, pickles, you've played in these fantasy games where where the Pittsburgh Steelers had to go up and, and, and spit in snow and play in Buffalo. And I remember about two or three years ago. Uh, Le'Veon Bell had about 45 fantasy points, uh, all off short passes in that game. That, that, that when you've got a limited quarterback like a uh, Nick Foles, who don't have the strongest arm in the world, Kevin, uh, this guy would be great for the Bears. Now, listen, he could sign for the league minimum, he could sign for a million dollars. They've already, Bell is great, Bell is a Michigan native, so that is his part of the country. That's uh, he, we went to Michigan State. He may even be from Chicago. I don't know where he's, but I know he went to Michigan State. So he's used to that part of the country. He's built for that kind of weather. I think Chicago would be the ideal falling spot for Le'Veon Bell. Could he wait and make sure another player may go out and, and try to jump? He's going to go to a contender. He's not going to go to a depressed team for a little bit extra money. He's not going to do that. He's going to go to a contender, and, and, I, and I think he's going to be – uh, somewhat successful. Uh, he looked good in the few carries that he did get. This guy's a player. He can block well. He can catch the ball. Uh, he's 28 years old, and he's barely been used the last two years. So I think he, uh, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, or excuse me, not Pittsburgh, Buffalo and, 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 and the Patriots will, will, will first take a look at him. I think the Patriots will. And, and then I think Chicago should take a really hard look at him. And I know uh, Leonard Fournette is hurt. Leonard Fournette is signed a multi-year deal with Tampa. I don't think he would, would go there. Although Bruce Arians don't care. He, I mean, as long as you show up to play, he'll sign anybody. He signed Leonard Fournette. Uh, but they've also got Ron Jones. I don't think they'll go that route. And I just don't think that that that. Uh, now the fact that he's been cut, a uh, team could pick him off waivers. I just now thought about that. But he's the kind of guy that Bell is is, is the kind of guy that, that would tell you straight up, I've got my money. If you pick me up off waivers, uh, say a bad football team, say a, a Minnesota or somebody, I, I won't sign with you. And he, he's that kind of guy. He's, he's going to tell his agent, if you pick me up off waivers and you're 0-5, I will not sign with you. Don't waste your labor waiver claim on me the, the waivers are set up where the teams with the worst record 
get first dibs on players with that. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think one of those teams, one of those 3-1, and 4-0 teams, one of those competitive teams will take a shot at Le'Veon Bell. Houston would be a good play. Now, they're 1-4. If I was Le'Veon Bell, I would put Houston in one of those dumpster fire teams, even though I do like me some Deshaun Watson. Uh, I had to talk about that because that was news. It just broke everybody. I'm not going to get to college tonight. Uh, I will say this. I was right about um, right about Clemson beating Miami. Miami don't have the player for it. I was right about uh, uh, Tennessee and Georgia. I thought that I thought that they uh, would play well about half, and then Georgia would pull away. But I'll get to, I'll get to some college on Thursday. Let's go into okay, Dak Prescott. You know, I'm reading Twitter and all these sports reporters on Sunday night on, mind you, the first game back for um, for Alex Smith. Alex Smith went through a gruesome injury. Uh, it's a good comeback story. There's a documentary. He had like 17 surgeries. At one point, Alex Smith was possibly going to have his leg amputated. It was a very gruesome very uh, Joe Theismann-like injury from Alex Smith. He comes back Sunday because Cal Allen got knocked out of the game. Ironically, um, ironically, that same afternoon, Sunday afternoon, Dak goes down Prescott with a gruesome um, ankle injury and having perspective on things. And I'm reading all these reporters saying that's why that they need to ask for the money. That's why they need to hold out. This is why. And I thought, okay, he signed a $31 million franchise tag to play for the uh, Cowboys this year. And, okay, so I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you signed that and people acting like this guy is going to be completely broke and not get re-signed. Players know the risk that they take when they go out on that field. They want the money. They want the fame. And a lot of them like playing playing football, right? And I was thinking because a friend of mine got deployed last week. And these military guys who also need the money, you can criticize them all you want to, but uh, they're willing to take the risk. And they, they don't make 100000 a year. And some of them come back with, with dismemberment limbs and everything else. So you got to have perspective. And I love that, Prescott. I really like the guy as a person. I'm really sad about the situation with Dak Prescott. Uh, I like how he stood up for the flag when when it wasn't uh, when it wasn't fashionable. He's got a lot of character, and also last this time last year. In September, when he lit up Miami in week two, if I'm not mistaken, he turned down a $34 million a year contract with five years, and he didn't want the fifth year. His agent should be fired for that. This guy wants um, Patrick Mahomes-like money. He wants Patrick Mahomes-like money when he's won one playoff game in his career. 
and he has had the he has had uh, ideal running back, ideal offensive line. Uh, you, you name it, a fair defense. Not not this year; it's historically bad. But prior to this year, he's had a fair defense, and he didn't want his agent told him to not take that fourth year. To they didn't want him to go to the bank, and he got greedy. So I don't have any empathy for him for that reason. Now that being said, they've got Andy Dalton. I talked about that. If he holds, that's why he didn't hold out. By the way. I said, you know, Andy Dalton, is, is, his stats is very similar to Dak Prescott's. Not this year, but as a career. And I know he hasn't won a playoff game. I get it. But he also comes at a major, major discount. $7 million if he hits all his incentives. That's it. That's what Tennessee played Brian Tannehill last year. Yes, the agents got greedy, Pickles. They got very greedy there. Uh, what? I said, this guy is worth $34 million. He's worth like $25, you know. Uh, he, he, he's just – he's a middle-of-the-road player who, who, who's in his ear, you know. But that, that's what happened. That being said, uh, reading the history of, of Jerry Jones and, and what he has done with, with, with players, not even of major caliber players. There were some players that got – uh, two players got killed in a, in a car. One, one player got killed in a car wreck, and one of them got seriously injured. These were like one was a practice squad former cowboy, another was like a like a uh, uh, played uh, special teams at one point. Anyway, one of them got killed, and the other one I think was some kind of DUI accident. Uh, Jerry Jones took care of that guy's salary, and he paid the doctor bills, and he invited the parents to the stadium. Uh, this guy is a softy for stuff like that. He's overpaid running backs for years. He has um, uh, overpaid uh, players, uh, running backs, receivers. Michael Irvin got players' help. He's going to re-sign Dak. It might not be for that expensive amount, but he will re-sign Dak. That's my prediction. That's what kind of person he is. Now, he's a little bit about him in some ways, and I think once he probably dies that they'll probably win a Super Bowl but he he does like to pay players big money. That's who he is. Sometimes he plays players unnecessary amounts of money, Jerry Jones. So I think that it, it, it will work out public relations-wise. He's wanting to re-sign Dak. I think that's what he do. Now, the, the, what I hear today from a Ray and here, uh, that, that if everything goes clean and there's no re-surgery deal like, like, like Alex Smith for infection, that he should be – uh, this is a four to six month injury. As bad as it looked, this is a four to six month injury. Should be back by next training camp. Meanwhile, you won the game. You have Andy Dalton in there, and uh, you're in a very competitive division. Uh, you're back in first because Philadelphia lost to Pittsburgh. So it's not. It, it is all out and as sad and as crazy as it once sounded. Okay, Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, uh, I thought Dan Quinn at some point was going to get fired. Remember, they were 1-6 going on to Atlanta. Um, they got to talk about players and, and players and, and, and quarterbacks getting hurt and people getting fired. God, so much news, I couldn't keep up with it. I'm not even going to comment on that, on that final. Um, well, I actually may comment on it. But, okay, so the Atlanta, they fire – 
general manager, uh, dermatolf, dermatologist, whatever his name is, and and of course uh, Dimitrov or whatever. I can't I think it's German. I don't know what his name is, but uh, they fired their general manager, uh, Chris McKay. He's the president, and they fired Dan Quinn on Sunday afternoon. Um. And, you know, Colin Coward, some of the major guys did beat me to this, to the network guys. But the next question is, okay, you go out, get your general manager, preferably. And that's what I was telling some some of my, my friends from Max Sports on Sunday. Because I, I was telling about Dave Gettleman, I would fire him. He's a general manager for the Giants. But going back to Atlanta, uh, go out and find somebody from Baltimore. Go out and find somebody from Pittsburgh. Uh, find that, find somebody that, that drafts well and, and it does a good hire. Find someone from a stable organization, okay? Find someone from a stable organization who can find coaches, who who, who, who can who can find uh, who can go out and find players, okay? So that that that's what I would look at first. Baltimore would be my first choice from how good they draft, how stable they are. And and then I would go out and get me a head coach. Now, Arthur Blank, the owner, he said this morning, or it might have been last night, that whatever the a new um, coach wants to do is what they want to do with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is, is 35 years old. Uh, his stats are fair. He, he's just slightly better than, than a Phillip Rivers at this point in his career. Uh, but they owe him... He is $46 million. He's $60-something million in that cap. They can't cut him. He has to play for the for the Falcons this year. Now, next year, he is $46 million in dead cap. In 2022, he'll be 37 pickles. Uh, that'll be $26 million in dead cap. We'll be a year out of COVID. Uh, the cap will go up. $26 million is probably not that bad. Uh, all things considered, uh, so they're going to be in the market for a quarterback. So, it, you know, all these people talk about this team's got it in quarterback, that team's got it in quarterback. Nobody needs a quarterback. A lot of people need a quarterback. I just mentioned Washington uh, last week. They 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 benched um, Haskins. Uh, Kyle Allen is a seventh round pick. Showed some flashes. The league's already got a a uh, notice on him. Uh, he he's not the answer. Alex Smith. This is more of a ceremonial thing to him. This is like a comeback player thing to him. He's not going to be there long. They're in the market for a quarterback. Okay, uh, they're they're in the market for a quarterback. I know Oakland won or Vegas won. They could be in the market for a quarterback. But my thing is, Atlanta will probably be in the market for a quarterback. Uh, the quarterback market, uh, the Colts, the Colts are going to be in the market for a quarterback. I know they've got this guy out of uh, Georgia. We'll see how he plays out. They could be in the market for a quarterback. Um, now, Washington, Detroit could be in the market for a quarterback. I know they've got Stafford. So there's going to be a lot going on. Stafford, I want to say he's two years younger than than, than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan was drafted in 2007. So the, the Colts, market for a quarterback. The Giants may be in the market for a quarterback. The Jets 
may be in the market. Because if one of those teams gets the one pick, those teams I just announced, even the Colts, I, I forgot they've got the quarterback, uh, uh, Kevin, out of, out of uh, uh, Georgia. He, he, he was originally out of Georgia and then went to like Washington State, but he had release problems. I'm not sure about him. But if Trevor Lawrence falls to Atlanta, you take him. If he falls to the Jets, even with Darnold, and he looks better than, than uh, um, Daniel Jones, you take him. Washington, you take him. Jacksonville, you take him. Uh, you know, this is going to be one of those fascinating drafts, seems like since the last draft, that I've ever seen. And now, Trevor Lawrence has got that uh, credibility about him. He, he's the Heisman favorite this year. He's got the height. He's got that football IQ. He's got the coaching in college. Uh, he's got the it factor. He, he, he's going to have that Andrew Luck-like uh, persona that, that Luck did have um, coming into the uh, – yeah, and, and, of course, the Saints. Now, the Saints got Taysom Hill. They've got Jameis Winston. Uh, if the Saints, for whatever reason, get that, they need to trap a quarterback. Tampa Bay has a young quarterback um, that's blacking up Brady that's been cut twice. They really need a quarterback themselves, but they're in the playoff hunt. So all those teams need a quarterback. And if Trevor Lawrence is available, those teams I mentioned, they got their quarterback. So even Atlanta, they're a 0-5 they, they, they don't play a lick of defense. They signed Raheem Morris, a guy who was fired from Tampa. Now, he was only 33 years old. He was too young for that game. Um, but Raheem Morris, uh, I got a feeling they're going to win three or four games this year, and they're going to be about like the – is down as, as a New York Giants team. Hold on, everybody. Let me reset – my 